Welcome to the Being the Sanctuary podcast, formerly known as the Yes and Amen podcast. And now we are here, Being the Sanctuary. I'm your host, Priscilla Dominguez, and this is a space that would include conversations, teachings, and Selah meditations for Christians committed to being healthy and holy. Let's get it. Yes, we are here. I probably will not help saying yes still, um, even though it's no longer the Yes and Amen podcast, but I am just so excited that we are here in season seven. If you've been down with this space and community since 2020, thank you for that. Shout outs to you for that. Thank you for listening and receiving teaching um, and being willing to even just sit in God's word and understand and seek the truth. So if you've been here, Love you. Grateful for you. If you're new to here, welcome. Welcome, sis. Welcome, bro. This is a podcast that's not new. It has a new name, but it is not new. So that's why we're in season seven and we are called Being a Sanctuary. It was formerly called the Yes and Amen podcast. Uh, And so I want you to know what we're going to walk through today and what today's episode is going to look like. We're going to talk about the reason for the change of the podcast name. We're going to talk about who I'll have as guests this season, which I am so excited to share with you. Uh, We'll also talk about what to look forward to and moving forward when it comes to this podcast. And then also I want to close it with just talking about today. Today is Ash Wednesday. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what is it, what's the purpose of it, what does scripture say around it? uh, And so kind of just like the bigger picture of Ash Wednesday. So let's get into it with first the reason for the change of the podcast name. So one of the reasons, these are not like a specific order, but one of the reasons is that I have a ministry called Full Collective. I founded this ministry in spring 2018, so it's been about six years, uh, and I started it with women in mind, specifically Christian women in mind. Uh, And throughout the years, I have noticed um, a conviction that the Lord has placed on my heart, but just observations that I have um, put into practice and just seen in my spaces and my surroundings, but also in the Christian world, is kind of this focus on women's ministry and the amplification of women um, growing in their faith and all those things. And I love that. I'm here for it. I love every ministry that does it. I am a ministry that does it. Um, But I also feel that there is a deep need uh, and a deep lack in the area of being able to create teachings and resources and spaces for both men and women. So although primarily still much of my ministry work will be for women, like retreats that I do or certain things that I do will primarily be for women, there are certain things that I feel that the Holy Spirit is moving me towards when it comes to men, uh, and that includes this podcast. So although I wouldn't say that yes and amen is like f- the the name is specifically just for women, um, I do feel that if a man were to see the title of that podcast, he be like I'm good <laughs> or I'll pass you know maybe it could feel feminine to him or something like that so I wanted to p- give it a name that would be inviting to both men and women uh, and so that was kind of just like the vision and purpose of being able to change it in a few months I'll be announcing a little bit more of why I actually like gave it the name that I gave it uh, but that's part of the reason that I wanted to transition to create more resources and spaces for both men and women and on the podcast itself as guests I've actually had both men and women come teach and have conversations with me uh, but often it would be women listening to the podcast and even though I know some men who listen to the podcast it was often be women And so I wanted to make sure that um, I was creating resources for men as well, but also resources that invite men. Right. Um, And so maybe if a man were to say that, yes, and amen, he'd be like, "Um, "Okay, no, I'm good (laughs) kind of thing. So that's one of the reasons. Um, 
The second reason, or one of the other reasons, is the name is an invitation to the church. Much of the words yes and amen, it obviously was a play on the words of yes and amen, which is in, in scripture, but it was much about just like affirming God's truth. And now I want us to kind of like move in a direction of being invited to walk out God's truth, right? And what that looks like is actually growing to become sanctuaries, growing to become healthy and holy Christians. And that's also part of the reason for the, uh, the name change of the podcast. And another reason, and one of the final reasons, is that seven is the number of completion. We see it consistently in the Bible as some sort of perfection or completion. Um, And although this is not a completion, this is not the last season of this podcast, I feel that it's also consistently mentioned in the Bible in a way that it's meant to create a shift or a turning point for different things, right? So like God... uh, made the world, all the things, rested, and then the turning point shift was now the world would be living and it would function. And so that's kind of what I feel that uh, being sanctuary is, that yes, yes and amen has been like the developing and, and baby steps um, of teaching and then wanting to enter into a season of very proactive living and being a sanctuary. Uh, and so those are the reasons and the ideas behind the name change. Uh, I hope you like it. I hope it is inviting. If you're a man and listening to this, I hope uh, you don't feel it's too <laughs> feminine, even though you know, as men and women, we have both feminine and masculine traits. Um, but I wanted it to be just a name that could be inviting, but also a call to something higher and holier that the body of Christ uh, is called to. Now let's talk a little bit about who's going to be joining me this season, which I, like I said, I'm just really excited to share with you. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I share books um, often on different topics. Uh, and I love to just like resource the body of Christ with books. And also more than anything, my vision behind that is that we wouldn't just be reading books that are like just bestsellers or just the most well-known books which I'm for those you know praise God for books that end up bestsellers and all that stuff but um there's just so many voices that go unheard and so many books that go unread because perhaps the person who wrote it isn't like as famous or um communities of color or marginalized communities um just uh, their books don't reach as far because of perhaps variety of reasons and so and if you didn't know my book is actually coming out this year i'll be announcing more on what that looks like dates all the things soon but um i am a big celebrator of authors i think people who commit to writing to resource the body of christ and the world um, are doing a very fruitful and beautiful work uh, and so this season specifically of being the sanctuary podcast is that It's people who are literally launching books in the next coming months. Um, So you get to hear from them and learn from them. But also you I would encourage you to buy their book and learn from them more in that way. So our guests this season are going to be Nijay Gupta, who is coming out with a book called Strange Religion. And um, it's talking about the early Christians. And I'm just so fascinated by that, maybe because also I'm like in seminary right now. But there's just so much to learn from the early Christians, the the way they were living, the way they were thinking, the way they were functioning. Um, And also not just fascinating to learn about, but also like how can we be applying the very um, structures and approaches they took to evangelism to talking to living to living sacred to living healthy and holy right so i'm looking forward to that conversation because that's going to really be uh, powerful 
Then next month, we're going to get to talk to my sister, Jess Connolly, who's also my sister at seminary. Um, and she's coming out with a book that I've already been reading and has been ministering to me so much called Tired of Being Tired. Um, and in that episode with her, we're going to be talking about what it means to be a tired woman. Uh, so this is going to be an episode kind of centered around women. Next month is Women's History Month. But I also encourage men to listen to it because, you know, I, I've in the past few years, I've learned so much of like, I used to be so tired, because I would try to carry it all and forget that like my husband can carry some things and that like, I can actually like bring him into it. And he actually wants to serve me and hold some things for me and, and help me carry things. Um, and so I think it might be a really good episode for men to listen to because it might minister to you. Um, for your wife but also like if you're not married for your friends for the women in your life for your mom uh so i'm really looking forward to that conversation uh because a lot of us are tired and um we we're tired of being tired and god doesn't call us to be tired so that's going to be a fruitful conversation the third guest I have in this season is Latasha Morrison, my sis, also my seminary sis, uh, but she is the creator of Being the Bridge. If you don't know that organization, definitely check it out. They are doing good justice and racial reconciliation work. Uh, and she's also coming out with a book this spring called Brown Faces, White Spaces. And I actually got to endorse the book. So I've read the whole thing. And wow, 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 wow. It is powerful it is needed every single christian needs to read it um and so i'm excited for our conversation because we're going to be talking about being a justice oriented christian um and what's funny about kind of like that idea is that like just to say we're a justice oriented christian feels like a double like we're doubling the word because really all Christians should be justice oriented Christians. So we'll be talking a little bit about what that looks like and what that means practically uh, for our everyday life with Latasha. And that's going to be, um, I think, really convicting, but also really like empowering and equipping us for good work. Uh, and then my final guest for this season uh, is Janai Almin, who is also my sis. Um, she has been, uh, we've partnered in different ways uh, in the past few years through our ministries. And she's writing a, a book that I'm just so behind that I'm just really excited to read and just grateful that she wrote it. Um, and it's about being othered in the church, OT. H E R E D, but, but being othered and being set apart and not in the way that we're supposed to be set apart, but being set apart in the way that we're, the people who are marginalized, overlooked, forgotten, neglected. Um, and then what does, what does that mean for them? And so we're going to talk about in that episode about what that looks like in being othered, um, in the church, what the church can be do about not othering people. Um, but also what, healing looks like from being othered because um, for some realities is that we'll kind of be othered until the bigger picture problem kind of changes so for example as a person of color i'm going to be othered within the church as long as um there is one race that is central to the american church right and so whenever that shifts in jesus name that it shall up until then i am still othered and so how do i show up um and how do i love the church and how do i still see my worth um in all of it still be in the midst of others. So I'm really looking forward to that conversation because I think it'll be open our eyes to just something that we forget often about. And it's like kind of Jesus is like main thing, right? Like who he came for, what he came to do is just kind of just overlooked. So I'm looking forward to those conversations. I just wanted to give you a little glimpse of who's coming, what we're going to be talking about, um, and also their books. And so I'll have all that information in the show notes whenever the episode comes out um, on the different books that these folks are writing. Now, what is it that we can be looking forward to when it comes to moving forward on this podcast? So 
If you thought that we were not going to do meditations anymore, that's not true. We're still going to do Selah meditations. So Selah meditations are scripture-based meditations that I create here on the podcast uh, that are usually about 10 minutes long. And the idea and purpose behind them is to invite you to slow down and be in God's word in a way that maybe isn't centered around studying or centered around looking for maybe doctrine or theology, all important things. So important. I believe they are important, but we can also miss um, the practicality of like feeling and being present and just listening to the Holy Spirit. Um, it's a balance, right? Like not all of life is to understand the the historical and academic context of something like God is still wanting us to consider him and think of him when it comes to our heart and feelings, not just our mind. Uh, and so Selah meditations invite us to that, but also just invite us to slow down. We are a very fast paced society and generation. And so what I found when I first started doing these is that people were really grateful because they also didn't even know how to kind of just sit in God's word and like do like Dio Divina or something that is just calming and slower. And so that's what this, that will continue to be here in this space and will continue to be provided for you. My ask though is here is that you would email me. My email is in the show notes. If you can email me um, perhaps a meditation topic that you would like me to cover. I can't promise I'm going to do it, um, but a meditation topic that you would like me to cover. I have done so many uh, since 2020. I think about half the episode, our podcast episodes are meditation. So there's a lot of them there. So perhaps look back at the ones that I've already done. And then, yeah, I would love to just serve y'all well and give you meditations that you're looking for and that you need. So whether you think of a topic or a scripture, whatever that may look like, if you can email me uh, and let me know what meditations you want me to do. And then the other thing that we can be looking forward, moving forward on this podcast is that we'll still do conversations and teachings. Uh, But like I said earlier in the episode, that it would be focused on us being healthy and holy Christians in an active way. So not just necessarily talking about it, what that looks like, but actually like practically talking about what does this look like actively? Like, how are we being a sanctuary? in our homes, with our finances, in our everyday life, in justice work, in our mindset, in our language, in our approaches, in our voting, like literally in everything. How are we being a sanctuary? Okay, final thing we are going to cover in this episode. What is Ash Wednesday? Happy Ash Wednesday, y'all. If you grew up Catholic or uh, Presbyterian, maybe Lutheran, Methodist, then you may know what Ash Wednesday is or something that you really celebrated growing up or uh, was a part of growing up. But if perhaps you grew up Pentecostal or different other denominations, you might be like, what the heck is Ash Wednesday? So I'm not going to talk about Ash Wednesday today in the sense that I feel like I'm projecting something that you should know or something that you should look into or something that you should now make part of like your Christian walk and practice. But more than anything, I want to talk about the idea and history and meaning behind Ash Wednesday as a reminder for us for this Lent season, right? Like why is it that Ash Wednesday starts Lent season? What does it actually like mean, right? So let's, let's talk about that. So in Genesis 3.19, it says, you will eat bread. Well, let me pause for a second. Genesis, this is now God talking to Adam and Eve. He's talking post the fall. So now they have eaten of the fruit. They uh, put fig leaves on their body. They feel shame. You know, it's just things are different now, right? So 
God is now like communicating. Some people would say these things are curses. Um, Other people would say that, uh, or other interpretations would say that these are just um, now the the way of living that both men and women, Adam and Eve examples, would live. There's different interpretations for that. I'm not going to be teaching on that and talking on that today, but talking about where the scripture comes from when it comes to um, what they're talking about for Ash Wednesday. So Genesis 3.19 says, You will eat bread by the sweat of your brow until you return to the ground, since you were taken from it, for you are dust and you will return to dust. If you go earlier into the book of Genesis, you will read that God formed Adam out of dust. And so that's what this is referring to, that God formed Adam out of dust. He formed the first human being in that way. And he's communicating that we will then return to dust, meaning we will die one day. We will no longer be in our body. We will no longer be who we are in this capacity um, on earth. And so the purpose and vision behind us considering Lent season and to start it with this idea at Ash Wednesday, uh, mind you, the Bible in nowhere talks about specifically like Lent or Ash Wednesday, but it's something that the Christian church has formed as a tradition. Um, but, and you know, not all traditions necessarily like work or we should be following because of like the heart behind them being created. But I think this one is actually a very powerful tradition God is telling them the reality of what they'll return to. And that is our reminder as we enter the season of Lent, what we were formed as and what we would return to. But because of what happens at the end of Lent, it is not the end of the story. So where it says you will return to dust now, because Jesus has died on the cross and resurrected us returning to dust is not the end of the story. It is not the end of our life. But now we then get to have access to eternal life because of the end of the season of Lent. Because the cross and resurrection actually hold no weight if we forget why Jesus had to come in the first place. Lent is essential for our walk, so we never casually or passively think of the cross, but grieve our own sin and celebrate the one who came to redeem all things for us and as us and to us. And so that is what Ash Wednesday is. It is the beginning of remembering that before the end of Lent, before Resurrection Sunday, before that, the end of our life was simply you will return to dust. But because Jesus loved us so much, because God loved us so much to send his son to enter into pain and suffering, to be shamed and ridiculed, to be mocked and called so many things to be betrayed because he was willing to endure all of that, even us being dust, we now get access to eternal life. That's good news, friends. That is the gospel. If you're wondering what the gospel is, that is the gospel. And so this is something that we perhaps get to embrace in different ways for us, right? There are some people who go to a church and get um, some dust on their forehead that forms into a cross. Some people go to a church service. Uh, Some people begin a fasting season. Different people do different things. What I would invite you is to consider this. What What does that scripture mean in Genesis 3.19 to you? And in relation to the cross and to resurrection, what does it mean to you? And based on what it means to you, what do you feel God is inviting you to do in this season? What is God inviting you to do in this season? And another thing to consider is that not just in this season, but for the rest of your days, 
what we can confuse about this Lenten season is that it's the only time that we think about the cross and the resurrection. Now, this is actually why some denominations and some Christians don't celebrate Ash Wednesday or Lent because of that, because they don't want to make this idea a seasonal thing. But and I, and I get that, but we can still enter into Lent and consider Ash Wednesday. But after Resurrection Sunday, how are we changed? How are we shifted? What is has God made new? What are we approaching in a new way? How are we really living daily, understanding that being dust and returning to dust could have been the end of the story, but it wasn't because God is good and because he is kind and because he loves us. And so that's what I wanted to share about with you today in regards to Ash Wednesday, as you consider what that looks like. If you are looking for more resources to walk through Lent, there's actually a free guide, free Lenten guide for 47 whole days, 47 whole days, um, starting today up until Resurrection Sunday on my website. You can check it out on the show notes at wearefullcollective.com. It includes liturgies. It includes recipes. It includes meditations, daily scriptures for all 47 days. Uh, and it's a digital guide that you can print or just have on your phone throughout the season. So if you're looking for something to guide you through this Lent season, starting today on Ash Wednesday or sometime this week, then this is the resource for you. Y'all, I'm just so grateful. We are at the end of this episode and I feel like I want to just talk with y'all forever, uh, especially because this is the beginning of the Being the Sanctuary Season 7 podcast. But I'm just really grateful. I wanted to be able to get this podcast episode out to you um, so you can see the vision, know what's going on, but also so we can start Lenten season together in this way. And so look forward to it. Every Wednesday, we'll be here chatting, ministering, talking actively on how we can be a sanctuary. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. I hope something shared in this episode equipped you as you continue to grow as a healthy and holy sanctuary. If you don't already follow this podcast, be sure to click that follow button so you can be notified of future episodes. And if this podcast has blessed you in any way and you want to support, then leaving a rate and review is the best way you can do that. Keep being a sanctuary and I'll see you next time.